0: Good evening, everybody. Hello. Hello. I praise you all for doing well. I passed. I just heard you a, heard a minute you ago, Pastor, and you you back already. What's that? <laughs> we heard you on call. I listened to you. Oh, bless you! You did a great job. I, I was thinking maybe you wouldn't be with us, but I'm glad. Well, I'm so really go good to be with you all, and um, um, technology lets us do some interesting things. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good, really yeah. good. Thank, good you. Was, uh, thank you so much, Pastor. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. We have um, our numbers are continuing to go up. We we it's 815, so I want to go ahead and get us started. Um, hey, Sister Tiffany, how you doing, dear? Hey, Pastor, I'm doing good. We are glad. We are glad. Oh, I'm, glad, glad. I'm feeling better and better. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. awesome. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, is, I called you yesterday. I sent her She, she wouldn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, this is Holy Week, so I want to share something with you all. And I just did and the I. That in in but I'm going to do it again for tonight. So just a moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mark chapter 14, verses 3 through 9, reads like this. While he was in Bethany, reclining at the table in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She broke the jar and poured the perfume on Jesus' head. Some of those present were saying indignantly to one another, why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for more than a year's wages and the money given to the poor. And they rebuked her harshly. Jesus said, leave her alone. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. Uh, in uh, another version of, of, of that, it talks about how Mary... Um, Poured this expensive oil on Jesus' feet and wipes her hair, uh, wipe his feet with her hair, and how Judas, which I just got through teaching about in Kaya, raised the question saying, you know, why is this wasted? Uh, this money, this oil could have been sold and the money could have been given to the poor. He wasn't concerned about the poor. And Jesus said, she is doing this in honor of my burial. Uh, this is this is Holy Week. This is Holy Week. And I don't know about you all, but but Holy Week is uh, preparation for the highlight as far as resurrection is concerned. And most of us, if we're honest, uh, we can find ourselves really being more focused on doing things rather than becoming what God would have for us to be. And when we're focused on doing things, we're more concerned about protecting our turf more so than giving up our territory to our God. And that means that we oftentimes, we want to be so in control of our comfort and security, even in the midst of uncertainty, until we miss what Jesus wants to do in and around us. In this Uh, biblical passage I share with you tonight, Jesus got two things going against him right now. He is in the home of Simon the leper. uh, And anyone knows that during that time, anybody that had leprosy really wasn't supposed to be out among the community. So he is hanging out with a person that is considered to be unclean. And then this woman, uh, who was not a church goer, she didn't go to the synagogue. She couldn't go to the temple. Shows up, breaks open a box of expensive perfume and pours it on the feet of Jesus. This non church-going, non temple-attending, non synagogue resident does something that blows the minds of those that were present with Jesus. She didn't have everything together. She had a very scandalous past that everybody in the room knew about because some of the folks said if he really knew who she was, he wouldn't be letting her pour this expensive perfume on his feet. According to them, she was a big-time sinner in their book. And even though she didn't have it all together, she understood something very significant. She placed value on Jesus, and she was valued by Jesus. Jesus had changed her life for the good, and Jesus wasn't waiting for her to get everything together. In fact, Jesus valued her before she ever poured this expensive oil on his feet. Those that are on this call right now, I want you to know Jesus values you. That's why he went through what he Went through nearly 2,000 years ago on this week. He values you. What got the attention of Jesus was not her eloquent words. What got Jesus' attention was not that her life was changed for the better, but the fact that she gave everything she had to him. She took the very essence of all of her earthly possessions and poured it on Jesus. She was showing him that he was worthy of her worship. She was telling Jesus that he was worthy to hold the most important priority in her life. Maybe today somebody is listening to me and you're isolated in your thoughts. You think about the things you've done in the past that weren't so good you think about the shame of things you've done that make God shake his head at you. And if folks really, really knew how deep and how dark that stuff went, um, they would probably shake their head and in, in discuss. You, you have that feeling that you don't know how to approach God at times because you don't feel worthy. But I want to encourage you to take the things that you find yourself holding tightly to, that you think that secures you, that makes you safe, and I dare you tonight to lay them at the feet of Jesus. I dare you to take your alabaster box of your family, your finances, your dreams, your job, your fears, your worry, your concerns, your health, and I dare you tonight To pour them at the feet of Jesus, give them to Jesus, and watch Jesus say, you are valuable. Because my brother, my sister, he came to prove how valuable you are by what he did on a hill called Calvary. Good Friday was never about him. Good Friday is all about us and his love for us. Amen. 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 Well, if you have you. if you have any prayer at this time, uh, if we could let's share them. We want to lift up Sister Karen Pettis um, as she prepares to bury uh, her husband, uh, Deacon Alonzo Petis. And of course, we know what? he served faithfully. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, he served faithfully as a deacon and as an usher. And it so, oh. uh, those particular mm-hmm. ministries will definitely be in present on this day. His homegoing service will be mm-hmm. at noon. Uh, the quiet hour at noon. Mm-hmm. And the service is at one. We also want to lift up um, mm-hmm. Sister uh, Jeanette. Thomas, as far as the loss of her husband is concerned, um, we, we lift her up right now because we realize that God, this is Jeanette Bird, rather, mm-hmm. Um but the loss so of her husband, okay, Thomas Bird, we want to lift that family up in prayer. We want to lift up mm-hmm. Brother Philip Dunstan, who's been sick, and his wife, Sister Ida. We want to lift up Sister Bridget Truesdale, who mm-hmm has been having some complications from surgery. We want to lift up Sister Audrey Pye, uh on tonight. We want to lift up Sister Doris Crenshaw, who lost her cousin. Uh, we want to flank her with our prayers as well. And I ask that you all will continue to lift up uh, our Pastor Emeritus, Dr. Paul Drummond, as well as his wife, Sister Thomasina. Continue to lift them up in prayer. And now I open the floor for you all to share your prayer concerns. Lord, well, the, right the, the, right the, the, the Miller family, the family, family, the and the Bledsoe yeah, family. all our school mm-hmm. children Lizzie Nettles. The Holland family. Yeah. Oh, you passed. So you passed. So take you take passed. Him you. Him. I appreciate that. And your family. And yeah, family. And Pastor Scott and his family. Yeah. Adam right, Slyman. Right, Sly- hey, Judge all right. Nettles. All right. Thomas Dreher. Okay. Right. Eva McCollum. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah. Mother, Mother, Mother Lou McCullough. Yes. All right. We pray for College George yes. Ford. Yes. yes. We pray for the trial that is going on. Yeah. We pray for the trial Jeff. Amen. Yeah. And for the nation. Thank Steele, who lost her sister. Okay. We okay. want to lift up, up those kids well, that got shot yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. And it's been a special prayer to God who's our Savior. Amen. Oh, yeah. yes. Amen. He has done a lot of blessing for me in this household this We have. Amen. God, we come to you during this week of passion, this uh, week that we reflect and remember and imagine, rather, uh, what Jesus went through as he was making his way toward Golgotha's hill to resurrection morning. Um, Running money changes out the temple, having a triumphal entry this past Sunday, having raised Lazarus from the dead and having supper with sinners and being denied and betrayed by Peter and Judas and left by the other disciples, sharing his meal and serving his disciples, enduring the cruelty of crucifixion, experiencing silent Saturday. And as we shout about a triumphant Sunday, We thank you, oh God, for Jesus. He's the one that makes the difference in our lives. And he demonstrates your love toward us that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. God, I come to you and you have heard the various concerns that have been raised this evening. Uh, Concerns of sickness and concerns of those who have lost loved ones, concerns of persons who are trying to heal, concerns of persons who have questions, concerns of persons who are going through uncertainty, concerns of persons who are dealing with their family, concerns of persons about this country and where we're heading. You've heard the various concerns, and yet God, even as we were sending them up, To you in the cacophony of our voices, you were able to discern and separate each and every one of us and deal with us accordingly. We ain't got to send you anywhere. You're already where you want to be. And yet, God, I pray that if you would manifest your presence at 829 in those corners where we have lifted up tonight. God, continue to make us ever mindful of what you did when you sent Christ this week nearly 2,000 years ago as we make our way to resurrection Sunday morning. And that resurrection means that we can have new life in the here and now. We thank you, O God. New life beside crazy finances, new life beside a body that is hurting, new life beside faith and doubt, new life beside sickness, new life in spite of COVID we can experience resurrection power. So God, we pray that you will saturate our hearts and minds with that understanding, knowing that we can walk in the newness of who you're creating us to be. God dismiss us tonight from this call. Keep us in your sovereign grace. Give us your power to do what you have called, commissioned and consecrated us to do. Let us be examples of your love, your grace and your mercy and forgiveness in a world that is bleak, dismal, and dark because of sin, knowing that one day you will come and make all things new. It's in Jesus' name we pray this prayer and we claim it done. Amen.
1: Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Amen.